It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, web, and NachumSiegel.com, and the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. By the way, this upcoming segment sponsored by our friends at Kedem. Why? Because, well, I mean, Kedem has been one of our main supporters and sponsors for decades, and I can't thank them enough. I don't know if a day goes by where one of their products is not mentioned on our network, and, of course, we do interviews and features and uh, and uh, regular sponsorships of shows, et cetera, et cetera. So thank you, thank you to our friends at Royal Wine Kedem and especially the Herzog family. But the reason that they are uh, uh, unofficially or officially sponsoring this next conversation is because there are so many Yesela Rosenblatt fans uh, at the Kedem company, especially our dear friend Yaichi Herzog. So um, we are insisting <laughs> that, they, that they officially be the sponsor of this conversation. Cantor's World presents Remembering the King of Cantors, Yesela Rosenblatt's 89th birthday. Excuse me, Yesela Rosenblatt's 89th yard site. His 89th yard site passed away in 1933. is being commemorated tomorrow night, Thursday, 8 p.m. at Congregation Hassam Sofer, a congregation we know well on Clinton Street on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Cantors who will be appearing include Cantors, Mutti Boyer, Arya Horowitz, uh, Pinya Steinwurzel, uh, A.T. Friedman, Yechezkel Brecher, and Nisim Sal. I hope I have everyone's, everyone's name pronounced correctly. And it's all happening tomorrow night. Cantors World is uh, presenting it. And with us live via telephone is the one and only Cantor, Benny Rogoznitsky, who's going to help us not only talk about the event, uh, but uh, talk a little bit about the great Yasela Rosenblatt as well. As I mentioned earlier, if you're a fan of Kiddush Hashem, you've got to be a fan of Cantor Yasela Rosenblatt. Simple as that. And the yard site is this Friday, and we were asked to, to do something for the yard site this Friday, but because the event is tomorrow night, we figured we'd do it in advance of the event. Hence, Cantor Benny's appearance and during the Arab Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem tomorrow night with Mark Zambic. He certainly is going to include at least one Yasla Rosenblatt piece in commemoration of the art site, as we likely will do on Friday as well. Cantor Benny Rogoznitsky, Cantor at the Parky Synagogue. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Good morning to you and all the listeners. I can't even imagine how many times you and I have spoken about Yosela Rosenblatt, but it, all of this bears repeating, frankly. He was such a legend and so incredible. Before we talk about the Kiddush Hashem piece and representing the Jewish people well piece, and before we talk about tomorrow night's event, can you can you put into words why he ended up being the Babe Ruth of Cantors? Can you put into words why 89 years after his passing, so many people, Cantors and others, are are longing to hear his selections around the time of his yard site? Wow. That's an excellent question. <laughs> I, You know, he had soul. He had soul. And it was all about Neshama. While many other Chazanim had great voices and they could do unbelievable things. And had some Both. soul as well, we should say. It had some and, soul and as well. And had soul. But Yosela was also, he had a voice. But when Yosela started to sing, there was a cry there. In every piece, he was davening Tashem. And it just left an indelible impression on people. Was he discovered young? Like when he was 20, was he already cantering in places? Absolutely. Absolutely. He already, before his bar mitzvah, was wow. appearing in, in Sadegur. He was in Ukraine. He was, as a kid, he was a wunderkind. And then he started davening even before he got married. He had different positions in Europe, in Germany, in Poland, in Russia. He was, and people would flock from far and wide to come and hear him. He was so famous. Yeah, I can imagine. By the way, you're going to be in a neighborhood tomorrow night where people flocked from far and wide to come hear him. 
right? Were, were right. There, were, weren't there appearances he had on the Lower East Side of Manhattan at times? Yes, he did appear in Beis Medrash Hagadol. Right. Um, and at least in one other show, I'm just trying to, uh, the, the name is, uh, maybe I'm El- blanking on it. Maybe Eldridge Street, maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Not sure. Maybe, I don't know. Now, I don't want to misspeak, but but yeah, the Lower East Side is where everything went on when it came to Chazan. So, and it's going hap- back home. Yeah, it's happening again tomorrow night. Not that it hasn't before. I mean, uh, the, the, the synagogue where it's tomorrow night has been the home of uh, great cantorial uh, evenings uh, many, many times, including Shabbatot. Now, talk about the, uh, I, I mean, there's got to be a list of stuff when it comes to Kiddush Hashem, because we know that he took representing the Jewish people very seriously, not just with the soul from the Bema, where he obviously was representing the Jewish people in front of the one above, but he took representing the Jewish people to the Hamon Am, and I'm talking about you know, to the general public very seriously. What can you tell us about that? Right. So in, in, in the later years of his life, and remembering that he died only at the age of 51, right. so in the later years, nearing 51, he did appear more before secular audiences. But he did not ever agree to appear in a place where either there would be mixed, some sort of mixed singing, uh, or that he would compromise anything to do with Shabbos, even if that meant, by the way, that the performance would start Matzei Shabbos, let's say five minutes after Nach. Right. He wouldn't agree to that because he figured that that would mean a lot of people would come on Shabbos. And he gave up tremendous amounts of money um, out of his conviction and being a from Yid. And I think part of what makes him so famous is that people associated him not just with being a phenomenal chazan, but with being a true Eved Hashem, somebody who, when he davened, he lived the life of a of a Eved Hashem, not just right. getting up there to perform. And he had that look, right? And the look was important because people. I, I, am I right or wrong? Is it a myth that he was offered to that he was asked or that he was offered a lot of money to shave his beard? Was that was that a thing or? Or I, I don't know if it was or not, but the the, the reality is he 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 uh, he had that persona and that look, not just the voice of a real Jew, so to speak. Yes. By the way, I don't know about whether he was offered a lot of money, though. I have heard that before. Yeah. I just don't know where I would source it. But Chazanim, on the Chazanim of his time, used to make fun of him. Ooh. They actually used to call him in Yiddish "burden you," like you have it, which is a you have, you're, you're the bearded cantor. Because everybody else was clean-shaven, they were coming to America, it was a new beginning, and he looked straight out of Eastern Europe, right. and he didn't change. But that was part of what made him so great. Pretty amazing. Uh, tomorrow night, Cantor's World presents Remembering the King of Cantor's, Yesler Rosalban, on his 89th birthday. Uh, how did Cantor's World decide that these six chazanim that I mentioned would be the ones to commemorate Yesler? <laughs> anyway, I answer that question. <laughs> You're going to be in All trouble. Husband, <laughs> I think I have to go now. <laughs> Maybe you could just say you pulled it out of a hat, you know. <laughs> uh, right. So, so I'll tell you what, I, what we did was we posted in different groups of Chazanim, and, and this event is different than usually. And usually we sell tickets, sponsorships. This is open to all. There's no charge to come. Um, and basically what we post and we said to the Chazanim, whoever wishes to participate, you know, you're welcome to come and join. It's eight, his 89th yard site. He doesn't have obviously any children living. Right. Um, and we want to at least that someone, some Chazanim should remember the man who, by the way, every Chaznu goes for a probe to a shul. He's going to be asked, sing a piece from Rosenblatt. Really? So, absolutely. <laughs> I remember when I tried out in the Park East and before that at the Jewish Center, the first thing they say to you is, can you sing us 
a selection from Rosenblatt. Oh it's it's like the national anthem of cantorial music. <laughs> um, so, so we chose, and what we look to do is we look to choose chazanim that are a little bit less known, so that part of the message is that, yes, while cantorial music is not what it was, but it continues to live on. And specifically, you have one chazan that's more night, Mati Boyer, who when he sings, people actually compare his look and voice to Rosenblatt. Oh my gosh, it's, it's that, incredible. Must, that must be pressure. I know Healthcott always had that pressure. Right, wow. Healthcott has that with Kosovitsky. Right, with Kosovitsky, right. right. With, uh, so, so, you know, we chose young Chazanim, and, and it's incredible because some of the Chazanim that we'll sing tomorrow night have unbelievable voices. And this may be either the first or second time that they're actually performing in a formal setting. Um, so we're very excited about that. I mean, I have to assume it's going to be packed. You just said it's a free event, and, and Rosenblatt always attracts a crowd, so I, I guess it's going to be packed, no? Yes. Well, uh, again, based on the response that we've heard from people, I think there'll be a, a lot of people there. And you got to understand, even if we didn't have any chazanim that people know, right. the name Rosenblatt, it, yeah. it just people feel so strongly about him. They, there's such a warmth when it comes. He's such a legend that I think people would come out no matter what, but added to these wonderful young Chazanim, I think hopefully we'll have a winning ticket tomorrow night. No, no question about that. And, and it's been a while since there's been a Cantor's World events. I'm sure there are a lot of people just anxious to get out and hear the Chazanim, you know? Yes. In, in, during COVID, we did everything online. And, right. you know, you could sing into a computer, yeah. but it's not the same as singing it to, to a live audience. Yeah, I bet. So people are excited to come out and see it. And also, by the way, let's not underestimate what the Lower East Side means to people. Right. Almost everyone I meet tells me, oh, you know what? My parents lived on the Lower East Side. My grandparents lived on the right. Lower East Side. So for many people, this is really going back home. No question about it. By the way, just back to the Cantus for a moment. I, I get that some of them are not as well-known as others, and, and that's one of the reasons you wanted to feature them, which is great. But you still probably, I assume, had to choose Cantus that you knew could do a Rosenblatt piece well, right? There, 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 have to be Cant- there has to be, a, I, I would assume, some type of uh, evaluation system among Cantus. Oh, he does this one well, he does this one well. I, I would assume part of it was you had to gather some guys that – that really could present Rosenblatt well. Yes, yes, and and that's another. It's a, that's a very good point because there are many Chazanim that are great, but let's yeah. say they're greater at Kosovitsky. Right. Exactly. Even by the way, I think if you had my good friend on Cantor Elfgott and you asked him, "What are you better at, Rosenblatt or Kosovitsky?" I'm ninety nine percent sure right. that he would say to you Kosovitsky because that's his kind of voice. Right. The Rosenblatt voice, you know this baritone slash tenor slash tremendous amount of emotion in the first note, it's a certain kind of personality and kind of voice. And I think the chazanim that we're putting up tomorrow really have that. All right. Um, what selection do you think we should play from Rosenblatt? Uh, if, we don't, if we don't do one, Yoichi Herzog's going <laughs> to have a big tide on me. What, what do you think? I mean, I have some of them in front of me here. Anything come to mind that you would do? Uh... Um, you know, Rosenblatt did a lot of, uh, first of all, he himself, all his compositions were his own. So he wrote over 200 compositions. But some of the famous ones are Achenu, or I don't want to say Hinnini because it's not, we're not even in the summer. I don't want yeah. to think about Not the, even it's near Slichus <laughs> yet, right. <laughs> right, but Achazen's always thinking about the high holidays. That's right. He's always living the high holidays, as I'm sure you but, are right but now. But the truth is, Nachum, anything you would pick from Rosenblatt, any piece, all right, so we'll has do... this flavor of, of Neshama and Soul. All right, I'm assuming you're referring to Achenu Kolbeis Yisrael, right? That's the one you're talking exactly. about. All right, so we'll do that one here to wrap it up. And um, I, I just, I, I can't, um, I, I can't, uh, uh, um, emphasize enough that that his his legacy 
is so much more than the music. You know, it's funny. I, I should have mentioned earlier, you know, so many compositions that we're familiar with, he actually wrote, as you just pointed out. But the legacy is so far beyond that because of the way he carried himself, the way he represented our people. I said, if you're into Kiddush Hashem, you're going to be into Rosenblatt, just the way he, uh, you know, he uh, uh, projected himself as a as a leader. That's how he was viewed, right? People looked at him like the rabbi, the leader. That's how he. That was how he was viewed. Um, and, right. cer- and certainly the cantor uh, of the Jewish people. So uh, that, that ha- cannot be minimized. Um, cantor Benny and I and everybody invite you to be part of Cantor's World tomorrow night because uh, they're going to be at the Congregation Hassam Sofer, uh, which means that um, Reb Eugene Weiser, I'm sure, is going to be there, right? I would guess of course. I would guess and be there. thanks to Eugene and the shul that we're able to do it. And uh, best regards to, uh, to Rabbi Sif, and I would assume Charlie's going to be there. Am I right about that? Or, or? Uh, nothing happens in Cantor's world without Charlie. <laughs> right. So Charlie Birdhat, who you'll hear tonight on our network, everybody, during the Cantorial Hour uh, this evening, uh, he's going to be there as well. And they'll all be remembering the King of Cantor's, Jessela Rosenblatt, on his 89th yard site. The lineup is as follows. Cantor's, Mutti Boyer, Arye Horowitz, Pinya, uh, Pinya uh, Steinwurzel, A.T. Friedman, Yechezkel Brecher, and Nisim Sal. Tomorrow night, 8 p.m., Congregation Hassam Sofer on 10 Clinton Street on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Cantor Benny, always a pleasure, sir. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much, Nachum, and look forward to seeing people there tomorrow. And here we go. Cantor Yassela Rosenblatt, JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. with Achenu done by Kanta Yusla Rosenblatt. The event tomorrow night, uh, and I want to thank our friends at Kedem, uh, the Herzog family, Yoichi Herzog in particular, uh, for always encouraging us to remember and to keep alive the incredible selections 
and the incredible life of the great cantor Jesler Rosenblatt.